Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Welcome to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by the lovely Kira. Hi, Kira. Hello. And we're going to be discussing blogs. So how to get started, why you should create a blog, and, mm-hmm. and what you can be doing to get the most out of them. Um, chances are, if you're listening, you might already have a blog but um you know the main the main reasons that we think the main benefits of having a blog um are a few fold there's firstly it's great for seo mm-hmm. so every time you update your blog you create a new index page on the website and that makes you more searchable when people are googling things it's much more technical than that but it's <laughs> <yeah, laughs> all in a nutshell um without going deep diving into seo yeah. so it's great for seo um blogs are also great for people who are searching certain topics so um your blog will have which we will go into sort of educational inspiring pieces um mm-hmm. of content that you want your audience to read and and they'll be searching that so um you want to have plenty of that kind of content so when they're searching your blog pops up yeah um it's also great for use across all other um, channels so if you've got some decent blog content you can use it across your social media channels and it creates content there and it's great for a newsletter i know that um for us personally for adpr we mm-hmm. use our blogs make a, up a huge yeah, amount don't they of, do. of our newsletters yeah um we we kind of just post links there don't we (laughs) and then we have our particular um focus for the week and and we link it through to blogs so it's great for that um and of course importantly which i'm sure everybody listening to um is it wants the most is generating leads Mm -hmm. business leads um and you can do that through your blog with good calls to action um so that's a bit of a roundup in terms of why you should be doing a blog and why we think you should be doing a blog. Um, but what we'll do, we'll also talk about today is really um, now we'll go into a bit of a step-by-step guide. So how to set one up. We've decided, yep, I want a blog. Um, <laughs> how am I going to do it? And we're going to talk you through it in kind of three steps. We narrowed it down to three steps. <laughs> um, we could make it seem more, but we think three is nice and digestible. Yeah. Um and first of all, we want to talk, and then I promise I'll let you talk. Uh, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you can't come in and talk. Um, but first of all, um, it's really important to know your audience. Um, you need to know, and and hopefully you already do for people that are listening, you know who it is you're trying to, to target. But you kind of want to know what their habits are. So you want to know um, where they consume their information, research similar blogs to your company that they they might follow already and have a look at what 
styles are used and best practices and what is driving engagement for their audiences. We're not saying pinch it, but we're just saying <laughs> do some research into yeah. what, to what works for people and, and how you can implement that with your own blog. Um, and, you know, know their preferred style of content. So mm-hmm. um, conversational generally is quite good for blogs. But yes. again, it will depend on what your businesses and your company is and what you're yeah. what you're trying to convey. Um, and know this again goes across all of your communications really is know what problems they need solving, what yeah, are the challenges definitely. they're facing, and you're gonna help them with your amazing <laughs> blog. Um, and of course writing you might need to write for slightly different audiences within your blog you might within your audience and your customer base mm-hmm. um we're sure you'll have that kind of split they're not all going to be exactly the same yeah. so make sure you've got a really nice mix of content that's that's going to be useful for them so it's really step one um is research isn't it yes definitely. research 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 <laughs> know what's already out there Absolutely. know what's working and really know your audience and, and what you're trying to achieve with with the blog exactly, um yeah and then step two so Kira's kind of yeah this is the this is the crux of it isn't it this is yeah. the good meaty <laughs> stuff and that is um ideas content yeah what exactly. should people be considering? So, yeah, thank you, Jenny. And as exactly as you said, once you've actually determined your audience and you know you're thinking about starting a blog or you want to perhaps change um, the way that you're posting blogs and have a bit of a refresh, um, it's really good to start, once you've done that initial research, think of some key ideas to consider when you're creating a blog. Mm-hmm. So blogging really is about sharing your knowledge with the world. So it's blogging something you're passionate about for your business business, brand, your services or your products. So whatever that may be, blogging is really interactive and it's designed for people to connect with one another, meaning they will likely want to comment on your posts and engage with your brand and Mm -hmm. see the value that you're offering and really reel them in to you and your business. So it's a great way to provide content um, by providing value. So your readers will um, learn from you and mm-hmm. then they will let you know perhaps what they do and don't like and you can really start to see um, when you're creating that content what is working for your target audience so it's just really key to ensure your writing style is appropriate for the topics that you are discussing so as Jenny said of course you're going to have your target audience but this may be split up slightly uh, into smaller brackets so you might have smaller subsections of target audiences that you want to reach by your different blog topics. So as long as you have the same tone of voice and you're really consistent in your style, it's good to have a little brainstorm about the types of topics you want to include. Um, And then you can start thinking up some ideas into actually implementing this. So I think one of the really key things is to consider, as Jenny said, the value to others that your blog post brings. So it should be entertaining and engaging and interesting or educational. So all of those things are so important um, when you are thinking about writing your blog. So we would always say to consider why... um, what's going to make it useful and memorable to your target market so perhaps 
chance if you could find a niche topic that you can give expert advice on um, that may not already be answered on the internet. As Jenny touched on SEO, it's a massive topic, but that is something that's really key. So if you think your brand and business can really touch on something that perhaps it hasn't been answered and you can't find many articles or blogs or written content mm-hmm. from some really reliable brands about it, this is a great little way to get yourself in that market and in front of your target audience's eyes and then your blog you know can expand to massive capabilities if you are able to really utilize that and it's you know it it's essentially you want to be um you want to be popping up when people are like we talked yeah. about the audiences they have a challenge exactly. don't they they have yeah. a problem they want to solve and then so they google it don't they and they're like yeah. right well <laughs> i need and i do it i'm sure most people yeah, do it I, like, do. Right, I need some <laughs> tips on this yeah. particular subject and so you google it exactly. and often it's those blogs that pop up and you read them and you 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 get the advice that you need and then yeah. you're drawn in and you think well this is a great this is company yeah, yeah this, they've got a good <laughs> service or and that's going to solve the problem that I've got um so it's um it's really as you've said Kira it's kind of having that added value yeah um it's not about um a good blog is not about just selling a service no it's it's (laughs) it's about um helping out your readers giving them something interesting to read keeping them engaged and then of course a bit of a call to action at at the bottom definitely Um, Yeah. But you need to draw them in, don't you, and give exactly. them that, that useful content. Uh, exactly. And I think another thing with blogs, um, once you know um, that initial research, so you know what you want to write about and your target audience and your topics, um, it's really key to just think about the format. So it should always be conversational but of course if you are in different industries there could be some more say you're b2b of course it will be more factual but we still want to convey the message in a really easy to digest way through a blog um so i think ensuring your key messages are in there and they're really concise um is yeah a great way to achieve um by writing a blog authentically about what you know and how you feel so it's a real organic way of expressing yourself and your brand Mm -hmm. um and yeah as we were saying offering transferable knowledge and tailoring your messages to your target audience is great perhaps backing it up with some statistics some comments and of course some really nice um imagery and assets to use to that you know Mm -hmm. catch their eye and keep them reading and something um yeah we also like to talk about and is best practice at ADPR is using evergreen content is really great for blogs so if you're say doing something related to a specific um time it's obviously nice to hop on to some public affairs perhaps if that is the direction that your business wants to take Mm -hmm. and it's appropriate for you but it's really good to use evergreen content um so they stay relevant and they will still Mm -hmm. pop up at the top of the search bar um yeah yeah. so it's not something that is like a one shot and it's it's gone and you you can't come back to it yeah absolutely and it's um and something we um advocate across all all areas of communications and whether it's the blog that we're talking about today or social media or newsletters or media relations and and story topics is um it's a really good idea to 
to give yourself a good content plan, isn't it? Yes. And that's what we do exactly. for our clients, but we also do for ourselves. So for um, ADPR, um, you we plan sort of months in advance and we yeah. kind of know what sort of content we want to be talking about and when and we tie that into relevant points in the calendar so um for example we've got quite (laughs) a few marine clients yeah um, and there will be boat shows that happening throughout the year um so it's important that for those businesses and and our clients that you've got blog content that's relevant to those shows that's coming up and and what news is happening and how you're going to engage that audience and drive them towards stands if they're at a stand for a show for example Um, and it's important to plan that content out so you've got plenty of time to write it (laughs) um, plenty of time to get it up onto your website and plenty of time to to promote it and and drive people towards it so yeah um it's important to have consistency um if you're going to have a blog what you don't want to do is you know create blog put put one up and then don't put another (laughs) one up for three months and then put another one up a week after that and then another (laughs) one you know you need to have um a certain amount of consistency and Mm -hmm. and that um will be very bespoke to each business too it's yeah you know not every business is the same and so not every blog is the same and you know frequency will be different but what you do need to do is just stick to it so if you say (laughs) you've got a blog and you have a new one weekly or a new one monthly that's fine if that works for you and your business um but make sure you stick to it so people know um, what's coming up exactly. and you've got lots of fresh. It. Exactly. And I think that's a really good way as well. Um, and I know we're going to move on to this about how um, you can ensure your blog makes an impact once you have posted it and once you have written it and that's all finalised, how you're actually going to get it in front of your target audience's eyes. But I think that's a really, really good point is if you are promoting it on things like social channels, actually getting your readers to be involved in the type of content that they want to see um, is really, really key to make sure, you know, you'll then be confident in knowing um, if you've, say, suggested a topic on one of your social channels to say, and this is next week's topic, does anybody have anything you want me to elaborate on or touch on? Or mm-hmm. we're, That's really what we're talking about when we're talking about adding value um, because that is what is going to keep them engaged if it's something that they are interested in and would like to explore more and have somebody mm-hmm. elaborate on if perhaps they aren't too certain about it. So I think, yeah, that's really key. Yeah, so. and uh, yeah, really important. I think that's a good point it's you know the this blog is you want to be engaging your audience it's important that it's relevant for them and it's stuff they're interested in and Mm -hmm. um as we touched upon earlier blogs are a fantastic way to link all of your channels together oh yeah um so it's it's great if you're engaging with people on social media yeah um and you're sharing your blogs on there but you're also saying like you know, what is it that's really bugging you at the moment yeah. about this particular um, topic and what can yeah. we do to help? Um, and that's, Definitely. you know, people engage with you, don't you? And then they exactly. become yeah. loyal and they they like you and your like business to, and your brand. Yeah. So um, really important. And as we said, lots of planning. Planning mm-hmm. is very important. Um, and in terms of what that content, like actually what that content is, yeah. Um, as we said, have a look at the calendar, see what's coming up. There's also, yeah. depending on your business, you know, you've got 
gifting times of year, oh, you know, exactly. you've got, everyone's got different um, points in the year that, that are relevant to them. Yes. Um, also yeah. look at um, industry relevant updates. Mm-hmm. If there's, you know, white papers, yeah, regulations, exactly. you know, things that are changing, trends within an industry um, and hop upon that and Absolutely. give your opinion as yeah. well. Like that is blogs of fantastic that's the point of them you're supposed to be giving your slant on them on on a particular subject so um make sure that you're you're abreast of everything that's happening and you're ready to to give some advice to your to your audience um I think that's an amazing point, really, because if you are a niche brand, you might think, oh, perhaps I won't start a blog because I don't expect to have too many readers or too many Mm -hmm. people Googling the questions that I can answer as an expert or a specialist in your industry um, and in your business, if you own a small business that perhaps is quite niche. But we would really say that that is, if anything, a good thing, you know, if that isn't people out there that are already writing about this sort of content you could if you're a thought leader in your industry which is obviously an amazing thing um to be able to provide that specialist expertise Mm. if you can it's yeah a great it's definitely a great thing to do so I wouldn't be put off by thinking oh my topic might not be enjoyed or read by many people but really it's if if you're a thought leader in in your business and your industry it's definitely that valuable content is sought after um when we're talking about blogs absolutely yeah absolutely it's worth you know saying isn't it it's a good point that you are offering a service or a product to somebody yeah, that is why course, your business yeah. exists so there you know yeah there <laughs> is a, be looking yeah there is an audience yeah. out there that is interested in what you've got to say 100%, um yeah so yeah it's definitely worth worth doing and making sure that um you're providing that extra value to them definitely um yeah. in terms of um yeah as you say sort of ensuring it makes an impact we sort of touched upon it a yeah yeah so exactly so once you have written your blog and you're happy with it I think it's really really important to add lots of engaging imagery so Mm -hmm. this will not make it look like a massive chunky piece of copy that Mm -hmm. people perhaps are a little bit turned off but looking at or reading through um so yeah engaging imagery that is obviously quite quite a usual thing with blogs but again um i think we've mentioned this probably in some episodes previously but we would advise um that you perhaps where you can take your own imagery and your own assets um perhaps that's with your employees or that's to do with mm-hmm. your products or your services um because often stock photos are great um as long as they are royalty free but you might end up reusing quite some quite similar ones and if somebody's a loyal user and reader of your blog then they might start to notice you know fresh imagery is great something that's really eye-catching um a great title as well so something that answers a question so this again is touching on seo i think Mm -hmm. it's really really important um if you try and find a blog topic that perhaps hasn't been written about or even if the contents itself there are a few similar blogs uh, try and find a title perhaps that's not been written before or is is slightly different so you can try and implement those seo tactics to rank highly and ultimately that will generate leads which is one of you know 
if if only sometimes the main reason that you are mm-hmm. writing a blog is really what they it's that leading process of telling a story about your brand about your business about the services the products you offer so I think that's really essential um as well as embedding internal links to your other resources Jenny has mentioned this just a minute ago but we at ADPR do this through our eShop newsletter so that's an email newsletter obviously we put it up onto our website we've got a specific blog section for that so it's really accessible for all of our readers to find and then we also of course have this podcast (laughs) that we (laughs) sometimes often refer to our blogs on and all of our social media channels so the likes of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn so as long as you have a call to action for every blog and you're really pushing it out in front of your target audience's eyes um as we said just with all of that great imagery and copy and links so Mm -hmm. it should really yeah there's a lot of avenues to really get out there and make a big impact with your blog yeah it's kind of you know we always say don't we it's like making the most and making your content work really hard so having like (laughs) one piece of content that works really really hard for you and and by that we mean um exactly as Kiri, you've just talked about is use it everywhere yeah, you know it's make sure you're linking to it everywhere yeah. use it in your newsletters in your yeah across socials Definitely. and just um making sure you you're pushing it as far as you can and and yeah, that your audience exactly. gets to see it and and as you quite rightly said as well having a call to action so mm-hmm. after every blog make sure you're you're not just sort of leaving them hanging there isn't a dead end at the, at the end yeah. of that blog yeah. there's you know, whether that's a link to asking them to sign up to your newsletter, perhaps yeah, if they're exactly. not already, or pointing them in the direction of a um, another interesting blog that they might, exactly. you know, they might enjoy, yeah. or a service that is particular, re- particularly mm-hmm. relevant, <laughs> relevant to that um, blog. So yeah. just make sure you've got those call to actions in there. Um, because that is, you know, the purpose of you creating the blog in the first exactly, place. Yeah. It's kind of engaging your audience and and driving those leads and, and meeting your objectives. So exactly. it's important to do that. Um, and to, I suppose in terms of definite no-nos and what to, <laughs> what to avoid, um, mm. Kiri, you touched upon this earlier as well. It was uh, too wordy, isn't it? Yeah, if if don't make it too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you want, I mean generally i would there is no hard and fast rule because it depends on this it does depend on the subject but i mean 500 words ish (laughs) yeah it is a nice yeah it's it's quick it's Mm bite-sized um and people are getting the the advice they need in very digestible way people are very busy and they don't want they don't want to read lots and lots of text um and so, as you were saying, so image, yeah. imagery is really important, isn't it? So yeah. make sure it isn't just a big block of text. Um, Definitely. I think another thing just to add to that, because I don't think I mentioned it when we were talking about the copy and the images and embedded links, but um, obviously every blog, as Jenny said, is different depending on your industry, but it is quite nice to include things like numbered steps. So a step-by-step guide as a blog. Yeah. So it's really easy to digest it's sectioned out and perhaps an image Mm -hmm. after every point and it's really easy to follow so you your reader will go through they'll look they'll be typing in the 
question they want answering and then they'll be reading your blog and if you take them through in a really step-by-step way it's I think Mm -hmm. it's great to include not maybe all the time but you know in in some some occasions I think you actually like (laughs) as a and I I promise I'm not just driving people towards the ADPR blog as that extends (laughs) off but um you can it is an example if you did look Mm -hmm. at our blog you will see that actually quite a lot of our blog content is like that as it is split out it's top you know five top tips or it's certainly split out by little subheaders. Exactly. In, in chunks, yeah. And very digestible. And, and we find that that works very well. Yeah. And we certainly don't like to, again, you'll see that we don't use um, big reams of text no, and yeah. huge, great exactly. big blogs. We keep it um, nice and succinct. Yes. Um, yeah. And that and that does work well. Um, and... Of course, sort of, um, we've talked, we've touched upon it quite a bit, but um, always bearing in mind that you should be offering value mm-hmm. in some way. Um, blogs are not there for you to just be talking about your services and your products. Yeah. You've got other areas of your website that do that for you, um, but you are talking about the topics that surround your expertise yes. and your services <laughs> and products. So you'll find that if you're just using it as a um, a way to promote the services and, yeah. and products that you own that you won't you won't produce results you won't mm-hmm. get engagement because people you know as we said they'll visit other areas of your website for exactly, that this is about yeah. um interesting topics yeah um that gives them useful advice or gives them a new fresh take on something yeah um, you just want to make sure it's not promotional mm-hmm. because you'll you'll probably find that you lose um you lose engagement yeah um, another so really hungry so void so negative. But um another thing we we did talk about it earlier, but as mm-hmm. a reminder, it's kind of don't post too sparsely. Yeah. Because it'll look like you're you're not very active. Yeah. Just make sure how however often you've decided to do it, if it's weekly or monthly, that you're just sticking to it and you make Definitely. sure that you've got something going up because otherwise people I'm sure start. lots of people, because I've done it when you go onto somebody's blog page and then you see maybe two years ago was the last time they posted a blog and you start to question if the brand's a bit inactive or yeah. if they, you know, aren't offering as much value anymore to mm. their readers and their customers. So I think definitely if... Yeah, you question as it. As you say, you? yeah, you sort yeah. of think, oh, that's, you know, started, <laughs> started offering value and content and it doesn't seem to have, like, carried on. So I definitely think, yeah, do stick to it um, if mm-hmm. it is weekly, monthly, however frequent. It's yeah. Definitely and that's where the content plan really comes mm-hmm. in yeah. in handy, you know, and that is something because it keeps you honest. If yeah. you, you know, if you know the topics you're going to be talking about at certain times, you can plan it into your plan it into your day, plan yeah. it into your week. Um, because as we've we said, it's it's just time investment, really. A blog that's it is. that's it you is. know doesn't cost you anything <laughs> but it's um it's yeah. just having your time to do it yeah um and you know make sure that you've got different members of your business working on definitely, it don't have definitely. it just falling like we don't do it no, again yeah. for our own blog we all of us work on those blogs and yeah. we all draft them and it's it's spread across the business so it's not yeah. just one person's responsibility to do it um mm-hmm. so that's a way to kind of just build it into your your day a bit yeah um you know, it's it's also other things to avoid. Um, 
we hope people wouldn't do this, but we could. But, you know, we talk about research earlier and finding out what's topical and finding out what works for people in the industry, but don't don't infringe any copyright you know don't yeah hopefully it goes without saying but you never know you know don't just sort of copy and paste don't just steal somebody else's ideas um create your own ideas and you can do it It can be the same topic but it needs to be your own (laughs) spin your own take um and you know google can penalize you for that anyway it's worth if you're just um recreating content that already exists it it doesn't mm-hmm. like it very much anyway and you'll yeah. get pushed down those search rankings so it doesn't do you any favors so don't <laughs> no, do it that's true <laughs> i also um think because it is quite um a common practice sometimes in blogs to reference external statistics by another business or platform so obviously if you are intending to use something to back up something you're saying in your blog it is really really key to obviously quote it in your blog and then you link externally to the source that Mm -hmm. you got it from and the writer and the writer's name just to make sure that you know you are putting um speech marks around it and not (laughs) (laughs) perhaps just picking little statistics that look great but then you you forget to you know actually reference where you got those from so it's just making sure you're safe when you're writing it like doing an essay at uni or something you always have to you know you always have to make sure you're referencing things properly um and that is no exception when it comes to creating creating blogs yeah um I mean, in, in sort of to summarise, we um, you know we the main the main three steps are research, so making sure you research your industry and your audience and what they want, so you yeah. know that you're providing content that they want. Um, you know, unfortunately, on a podcast like this, we can't tell you what your audience <laughs> wants. There's exactly. so you know it, it's all unique and there is there's no one answer so that research is really important so Mm -hmm. you know what you should be writing about and what that exact content is um and then of course creating that content we talked about content plans that's very important and bringing in through the right um messaging and of course um the promotion of it and making sure that people know about your blog and that you're using that content as much as possible and making it work really really hard for you yeah um if they if you do have any questions about creating blogs please do um drop us a line we'd be happy to to help and answer any questions you've got um on our website we do have lots of resources and tips and templates <laughs> and um, that you can use so please do have a look that's yes. adpr.co.uk um it's all free resources on there um so please do have a look and see see what's there and if there's anything that can help and we've got funnily enough our own blog and <laughs> um, that has plenty of tips and advice on all sorts mm. of um topics from creating your own blog yeah. to um media relations and strategy and oh, internal comms so all sorts amazing. so um <laughs> please do have a look um and as always we would love to hear from you if you do have any topics that you want to cover on the podcast just let us know um and we'd be happy to do that Um, But until then, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.